You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. So the People's Guarantee, a glossy magazine, a big picture of Patrick Brown's face, and a five-point plan on how to rebuild Ontario. Now put the controversy aside for a moment. Brown, though well, widely unknown, had taken months and months to expand the base, raise millions of dollars, and of course change the face of the party to include, include more ethnic voices and more women. That doesn't just go away because the inner workings are still at play. The candidates are still in place. So how do you rebuild a branding crisis that took months, a couple of years to create? You know, a platform that took months and months to research and compile. And now with five months, less than five months to an election, uh, there's precious little time to get it done. And will changing the face of the party be enough? Let's bring in Stephen Murdoch to the conversation. He's the vice president of public relations at Enterprise Canada Media. Hello there, sir. Hi, Alex. How are you? <sighs> if you had this case, if you had to take this kind of scenario and rebuild a very high profile brand, how, what would you be looking at? Your first instinct would be to do what? Uh, it, it, first off, it's a long process. I, I, I think the first thing is I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't let the party be defined uh, just by the leader. I mean, it's a very difficult thing to do. Unless you're Trudeau, you can't, uh, you can't be defined just by the leader. I mean, they had uh, Patrick Brown's face on the cover of, uh, of 147 Promises. So I'd make it more about the party and less about the leader. Uh, I, I so think, let me stop you there, sure, because it's important. Because you know they'll be asked in the coming days as they come up with a new leader and and, and try to rebuild this thing. Can they even run on this campaign? Can they re- oh, sorry on this platform? Uh, I, I think they can. I think I think uh, most of the people uh, understand it within the party, and uh, and they'll get quick buy-in. I think the reality is they're not going to be able to do the big media relations uh, show uh, from from across the province. I think they're just quickly going to have to figure out who the person is. I know uh, uh, Rick Dexter mentioned tomorrow. The um, the president mentioned that they're going to put somebody in as an interim, uh, but they're going to have to move quickly. I mean, they, they're fortunate. They have a strong stable. Uh, unlike other parties, they have a strong stable of people that could. Uh, Step in as interim leader, uh, McLeod, Elliott, uh, Mulroney, Fideli. So uh, they, they're in a good spot that way. Okay. And so you have to be able to rebuild. This is a party that absolutely needs the women's vote because, uh, you know, the unions will back the Liberal Party, but the PCs have to expand their base to get businesses, private sector, but they also have to get that women, that, that female vote. Uh, after an allegation like this comes out, how do you then? You know, move in that direction to to regain that trust. Well, first off, if you're smart, you put a woman in. I mean, if you're going to be facing, do you think off, that's a must? Uh, I I think it's an important move. I think if you're going to have them on stage, you're going to have Wynn and Horvath on stage. I think it's important to have uh, a conservative woman leader up there. Certainly. I, th- I mean, I think it's smarter to have. Uh, look, I, I don't I don't play gender politics. Mm, no, nor do I, I want the best person for the job. Mm-hmm. If that's a woman, fantastic, and there are a lot of smart ones, mm-hmm. you know, that they could pick from, but. For me, I, I want the person who is best for the job. Yeah, I would tend to agree with that. I would agree with you on that, Alex. But I think a lot of Ontarians are going to want to see are going to want to see that they're going to want to know, especially the female voter, going to want to know that the Conservative Party uh, have the best interests of the female voter in uh, in place. So I I, I expect uh, I expect it to be a female later. How do you turn the page then when you get a big client um, that has a controversy? 
first you sit down and you you have the uh, you have the uh, the plan of attack. You sit down and you figure out who that person is, what their strengths are, uh, where they um, where you can play off of them, uh, and then you really just got to hit the hit the ground running. I mean, we're five months away from an election, so you really just have to get them out as much as you can as possible. You need to get them at big media markets like Toronto and Ottawa and have them tell their stories and really have them resonate with people. Uh, a, a lot of a lot of the platform for the Conservative Party, they're, they're still going to have to build off of. I mean, you know, they cutting uh, government cuts, uh, money back into Canadians' pockets. The same messaging is, is going to have to be used, and, and they're going to have to get at it quickly. Uh, it's going to be difficult for the party to move past what's happened, but I, I, I think they've got the resources, they've got the people, they've got the know-how, and the way that they handled the crisis is going to make it that much easier for the brand to, uh, to rebound. rebound. Okay. And in what short little time that you have seen, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, is it off to a good start? I would say they are. I think that the party should uh, uh, should be applauded, I think, how they've handled it internally. I, it was nice to see so many of his staffers, his chief of staff and his campaign manager quickly say, we don't want any part of this. And then you, uh, that, that didn't strike you as a bit dirty? No, not at all. Okay. I, th- I, I don't. I, I think that maybe some people would say that's self-preservation. Uh, I think that's. I think that's them. Um, uh, their moral, taking the moral high ground and saying this is what's uh, best for them, what's best for their family and friends. So no, I didn't. I didn't see it that way. I, I took it as uh, they realized that something had had to change, and obviously these are, are serious allegations. This is and not rumors or innuendo. So for that reason, I think. Um, I think the the folks internally have to be applauded. I think the party now just has to move forward and figure out uh, how they're going to do that tomorrow when they put an interim leader in. They have to, have to decide whether or not that interim leader is going to do, uh, stay in, or if they're going to have to do a, a, a vote with uh, with uh, with members. So that's going to be the big one. And then once that yeah. person's leader's been selected, it's it's going to be hitting the ground running. I mean, look, I don't believe that they can run into an election with an interim leader because if I'm attacking them, I'm going to say you you don't even the person that's going to be running this show, and it would be very easy to no, kind of hack away at that. A hundred percent. I think they're 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 definitely going to have to. Vote somebody in quickly and that leader's just going to have to take the reins and go with it but again very unlike other parties in the past they've got a strong stable of uh, of candidates that could jump in quickly and and let's face it you, you alluded to it earlier certainly brown's uh personality had grown but at the end of the day a lot of ontarians still didn't know who brown was and what he stood for so you know here we have five months away from an election there's an opportunity for someone to come in grab the reins and say we understand what conservative voters uh want and we want to build the build the base and uh, and and build on on the uh, the messaging that the Conservative Party had in place. And can the opposition make mistakes here politically? Because I think they have to be very careful how much they politicize this. A hundred percent. It's been interesting to see some of the um, some of the conversations from the two um, from the two parties. You certainly, yeah, you don't want to be seen as it's it's like when a brand if if you're an organization and you've got a competitor in an industry that's uh, has done something. You, the smart thing is sometimes to just lay low and and uh, and let it play out. But the the smart thing for for Horvath and Wynn to do would be to uh, to be quiet and and they you know they they they've done a good job. They issued a statement. They they made it be known how they how they felt in their party. Oh, they sure did. Yes, they did. And so from here, it's it's uh, they've got to let things play out in uh, in the courts and then in the court of uh, public um, public perception. Yeah. Well, we're in some fascinating times. Thanks so much, Stephen. Thanks, Alex. That's Stephen Murdoch joining us. He's uh, in a public relations firm. And look, the, the, these guys all deal with this kind of stuff. And I'm sure there are strategy groups and crisis management groups all behind the scenes. Bottom line is we have never seen this kind of uh, political uh, storm in the province of Ontario.
We've had a lot of controversy, but nothing like this. So we're in new territory. We'll continue following this issue. I'm Alex Pearson. This is On Point here on Global News Radio.